Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Holroy is back and he is currently Googling the Institute of Atomology to see if that is a real place. I'm going to get sued. Based on the segment that you uh, maybe missed. So if you want to rewind on the Odyssey app or get the podcast, you'll hear what we're referring to in Roy's fake credentials. Although actually what he's doing right now is finding out whether they're real. Is there an Institute of Atomology? Nope. There's an Institute of Entomology. Atomology. So not... Yeah, not atomology. A-T-O-M right, is no. what we're saying. Yeah. No. Which, so technically it could exist. So you, if you created it, you could be whatever you wanted there. Exactly. You are a boomer, right? Mm-hmm. You would be considered in that age range. I think right on the edge, yeah. On the young edge yeah. of it? Okay. So you you would almost be Gen X, really? Yeah. Even after calling you old Roy for so long, yeah. you're almost a Gen Xer. Almost, yeah. You need to dress like a Gen Xer from the 90s. <laughs> like you're trying real hard to hang on. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> um, I've got here several are what are considered useless baby boomer life skills. Okay. And I want to see if you actually think that they're useless or you're holding on to any of these. Number one, reading a map. Oh, yeah. You still do it? Uh, Yes. You do, because I have never seen you read a map. You use your phone. Well, okay, let me clarify. I can read a map. My children cannot. Is there any use to reading a map anymore? There is for, for. Uh, <laughs> well, no. Practically, there's <laughs> no. not. <laughs> okay. Until the, the until the apocalypse. Until the apocalypse, when all the electronics die. Your mind goes to the same exact place <laughs> as mine and everybody else, which is there's not really any reason until the EMP happens. Yeah. Then we're gonna need that dang map, yep. Rand McDally. I'm calling you. Yeah. All right. Number two, driving a stick shift. I love driving a stick shift. I would think that this is uh, something that would never really go away. That there no. would always be a market for that. Yeah. But you don't need it. Right? It depends. Like certain uh, certain vehicles in certain industries, so some of the construction projects, you know, you right. need to right. operate a vehicle that might be a manual transmission. Uh, number three, writing in cursive. I've always regretted the fact that I did not do better at cursive. Some of my Why? siblings, well, they didn't teach it as strictly for me, as they did for some of my older siblings. So they have fantastic handwriting, and I, huh. I'm always jealous of that. Mine is kind of a mishmash of half 
cursive half printing. Mine is well, it's 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 print that flows. Yeah. Is what I <laughs> I've always flows. done. I like yeah, it. yeah. <clears throat> um, but I don't really see a need for that at all anymore. Uh, even even if the apocalypse does happen, you still got typewriters. Yeah, does, it, it's does, just not. It's, it's really just not useful. Right, and you can still write. It's not as if you can't write. You can still write. You just can't write quite as fast. Yeah, most people. Could. The only times they write are for notes for themselves, so nobody else is seeing it anyway. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I'm going to skip sewing because I think that one seems like. No, you don't need it, but it's a nice skill still. I don't know that there's really a lot of discussion there. Yeah. Using a landline. Dead. Long gone. Yeah, I don't see the need for it. Mm-mm. It's it's the same exact thing as you have in your pocket. It's just less mobile. I, mean, I don't really even know what a use for a landline would be. Unless you're just attached to using a landline because you've used one, that's fine. But there's no need for it anymore. Except it's it's protected from the... The electric, uh, I mean, you don't need power. power. You don't need power to operate a landline. If if power goes out, you also can use your cell phone for quite a while. You'll have to charge it eventually, but you could still use it. Yeah. Number, (laughs) Um, balancing a checkbook. That is something that you could make the argument, oh, I never do that, but people should. If you write checks, you should. Mm-hmm. I still use checks, and I don't, but it's because I watch them come out of my account digitally. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of, it's sort of doing it for you. I don't know that you really need to do it anymore. No, but it's a, it's a, on a bigger scale. It's a good skill to have so that you have a bigger picture, you know, idea of what you have available. Too many people just. I don't need a receipt. You know, nobody keeps track of anything anymore. Well, that's true. Uh, these are useless baby boomer life skills, and we're determining whether they actually are useless because Roy is a boomer. Number, <laughs> I get the numbers all messed up. Yeah. I keep starting by saying, I'm like, I don't know. Yes, number 75. Changing your oil personally, knowing how to do it. No. I, I disagree. You could. There's There's no reason to not change your, I mean, you could have somebody doing it, for you. So I guess that's the point is that you don't have to know how to do it. Right. But why, why wouldn't you want to know how to do it? I mean, you could save some money. You could just have the knowledge. I put maps ahead of Ouch. oil changes any day of the week. Yeah. I think, but I think for me, it's, I've never it done costs it. It's 50 just, I don't, bucks now or whatever. Uh, I don't like the mess. You don't, you've never done your own. I've never either. Mm-mm. I'm just saying. Finding dates in person. This is generation. This is even before me, because really? th- this is the most common way to meet people now is <laughs> online dating. But they're saying it is useless to to have to find dates in person now. Are are you saying useless in that technologically we've advanced beyond it, or as a as a race human being open for interpretation? I mean, I think we need the face-to-face. We need the in-person stuff. Well, but they're saying that you st- to go on a date, you still go on a date and meet a person, but you just don't need to meet people in person. So you can but connect. But there's so many skills, social skills, 
an interaction that that the younger generation just has no concept of how to act in public. Again, though, they're saying that that still happens. You just don't have to make the connection. You can make the connection online and then go on the date and still do all but those But you don't things. see that's an important element to human interaction I is, think, is going up to a stranger, having the confidence and the ability to have a conversation with someone you don't already know. Well, I think that that saves... I actually agree with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. <clears throat> I I think that saves time because if you connect with somebody digitally, you don't really know them. Right. And then when you go out on that date to find out what you would have found out in two minutes at a bar or a church or a social event. But you can connect with somebody online without putting any effort into what do I look like? What do I smell like? Yeah, but whole, you know, the whole point all, being all that you things. you still have to do those things. They're just step two instead of step one. Because it's not. I don't think this is saying that you can you can have an entire relationship online now. I think it's just saying that that first step, that going up and talking to somebody, can now be done online, where you don't really need it, to do it that. It can be, but should it be? I say no. I put my foot down. I actually still agree, and it's probably because neither one of us ever used those sites. <laughs> people use them. We're like, hey, right. man, we kind of like it. <laughs> That's a good way to meet people. Last one, writing letters. Useless boomer traits. Is it is it useless to, to write letters to people? Again, it's it's depends on how you what you mean by useless. I think it's a lost art. It's a lost skill, and it should come back. Do you like getting letters in the mail? Even if they're typed, not just that they're written, written, but I letters do. in the mail. I do. Like a personal letter. Because it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I, I do. I think it's, it, again, it, it goes towards communication. You have to be able to communicate articulately. And if you're not meeting anybody face to face, you're not talking to strangers, you're not writing letters, how are you learning to communicate? Well, you're just learning to communicate differently now. You're texting, you're calling. Badly. I mean, you, you could argue that. I will say that when the only time I ever get letters is at Christmas when somebody sends out a somewhat mass letter to lots of family members or distant well, friends. Well, those were the only letters that were available, I would say throw them out. Uh, yeah, because those aren't personal. I mean, right. they're personal to the person writing it, yeah. but they're not personal to you. This is an update on me sent to everyone through the mail. But I think this is talking about writing a personal letter. And I would have to say, with all the ways that we can communicate, if I got a letter in the mail from somebody that was written from them to me, not to everybody, but to me, I would definitely consider that to be more important than if somebody called or texted. I'm writing you a letter this week. Please do <laughs> make it super uncomfortably heartfelt. <laughs> And we'll read it next week. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Get more at 971talk.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.